What's up everyone? Good morning and welcome to our online Sunday morning Water's Edge worship experience. Once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us today and tuning in. For those of you that continue to share these online worship experiences with your friends and family, thank you so much for doing that. So many people are tuning in from all over the place and we hope that it's very, very helpful. It's almost like free therapy, man, so that's awesome. Also, for those of you that continue to give online, thank you so much for your generosity. It helps us love our community and serve our community. Last Saturday, we were able to give a big block party for our neighborhood. Cody and Jennifer Hawks organized that and put that all together. We're so thankful for them. Southwest Louisiana Credit Union sponsored the whole thing. We're so thankful for them. But your giving and your generosity makes it, uh, makes it possible for us to do things like that. And then this coming Thursday will be our next food pantry on the 16th. And Miss Kelly and her team expect to feed between 1,500 to 2,000 people. And so we're really excited about that. And your generosity makes it possible to help us feed hurting people in our community. Again, that's this coming Thursday, the 16th. If you'd like to volunteer, show up around 930 in the morning. But again, Thank you so much for helping us love on people and serve people and feed people. Today we continue with our new series entitled Sleepwalker. And the purpose of this series, this is what we're going to be talking about in this series over the next few weeks. It's basically trying to answer this question, but what are you ignoring right now in your life? But honestly, you know that you need to deal with it. You know that you need to deal with it. You keep casting it aside and ignoring it almost like you're sleepwalking around it. But this series is also about some of the storms and some of the solutions that you and I face as we deal with these difficult storms in our life, as we sleepwalk around these issues that we absolutely know that we need to deal with. And so as we talk about sleepwalking in this series, we're always going to refer back to these basic two definitions. The first definition is this. It's the word inevitable, and that means an outcome that you cannot avoid or evade. It's going to happen. But when we talk about sleepwalking in this series, this is what we're talking about, and notice this. It's the hesitation or the delay in dealing with what you know is inevitable if a change is not being made in your life. And so when we talk about sleepwalking, we're talking about this. There's this constant hesitation in our life. There's this constant delay in our life in dealing with those issues and storms that we know that we need to deal with. But deep down, we know if we keep sleepwalking, if we keep hesitating, then what's going to happen is not something that we want to happen. The inevitable is going to be something that we don't want to happen. And so we need to make a change. We have to figure out how to wake up and go forward. And so sleepwalking would be putting off. It's the casting aside of dealing with things like that difficult conversation that's going to put you in a very uncomfortable situation, but you know that you need to have that conversation. It's the casting aside. It's the putting off of dealing with that pathway that this financial problem is on, or that pathway that this health problem is on, or that pathway this relationship or this family problem is on, or that pathway that your faith problem is on. So sleepwalking would be a ignoring it when you know that you need to deal with it because if you don't deal with it the inevitable will happen and it's usually not the result that you want so as people of faith we have to ask this question why should we why should we deal with these types of things notice the text you are the light of the world 
like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. In this very familiar passage, Jesus makes it pretty clear that those people who know Jesus and love Jesus and follow Jesus and serve Jesus, that when you really try to follow Jesus, notice this, there is a visible difference about who we are compared with other people in this world, which is why we should honestly deal with our internal battles in a wise way, in a healthy way, in a loving way, and in a Christ-like way, because this is much, much different with how the world deals with their internal battles. We are light bearers. There's something different about our life, and so we deal with our internal storms in a different way. Next passage, if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but live like those who are wise. The text says this, Wake up. Stop sleepwalking. Stop ignoring it. Stop putting it aside. Deal with it, whatever it is. Deal with it, and you know it, but deal with it in a wise way, in a healthy way, and in a loving way, because this doesn't make sense to the world. And then, as I was getting ready for this series, I started thinking about all those times in my life when I knew the inevitable. The worst-case scenario was probably going to happen if I continued to sleepwalk around this issue, if I continued to put this aside aside over and over and over again and sometimes in my life I would I would cast this aside over and over and over again and then what would usually happen was what I didn't want to happen it was the inevitable if a change was not made and sometimes it was the worst case scenario so in this series really I want to talk to you about some very very specific things that we should not put off dealing with any longer that we should no longer sleepwalk around because if we do the inevitable will happen, and many times it's not the result that we want. And so this is the specific thing that I want to talk to you about today. Have you ever felt like something was happening to you or maybe to someone close to you that you knew and that you loved, and it was almost like things were happening in slow motion? It was almost like you could see it happening and you knew it was happening and you wanted to stop it from happening, but somehow you couldn't stop it and you didn't stop it. It was almost like hanging onto this rope and this rope was slowly slipping out of your hand and you were trying to hold on to it, but it just kept slowly being pulled out of your hand and you just couldn't do anything to stop it. And so today, this is what I want us to talk about. So if you're still with me, Sam, I'm still with you. What do we do when our worst case scenario happens? And maybe you could see it coming, and you couldn't stop it, or maybe you could see it coming and you were sleepwalking around it and you didn't stop it in time, or maybe you couldn't see it coming at all, but the worst case scenario happened and it's here in your life right now. And so this is what makes the worst case scenario happening in our life so difficult and so challenging for so many people to deal with. Notice this today, if you're still with me, so I'm still with you. The worst case scenario usually produces major, major changes in our life and sometimes difficult major changes can be very heavy on our mind and you know this, very heavy on our emotions, on our feelings, on our stress levels, on our family, on our relationships, and on our faith. In fact, the very first followers of Jesus Christ lived under constant conditions 
of the worst case scenario happening to them all the time. Notice this passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 8 through 9. Notice what the apostle says. We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure, and we thought we would never live through it. We thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die, but as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely on God who raises the dead, crushed, pressed, beyond our ability to endure. We expected to die. These are phrases that you use. These are words that you use. We despaired of our own life, the apostle would say. These are words that you use when the worst case scenario is happening and it causes very difficult constant change. Now, for some people, they can greet change with energy and motivation, but for other people, change can easily, easily overwhelm them, and it can feel very, very paralyzing in their heart, their mind, their thoughts, their emotions, and honestly, these would be the major difficult areas when the worst case scenario happens that would make change very, very difficult for you and I and very overwhelming for you and I to deal with. This is what it is if you're still with me. Sam's still with you. The areas of our work, our health, our love life, our family and home life, and the area of our faith. When this happens, then deep down you know that something has to change in order for you to move forward. Many times, time does not heal. Many times, something has to happen in order for you to move forward. And naturally, we fear what lies beyond our comfort zone. Peter did when he feared stepping out of the water, but, and remember this today, notice this, allowing our fear of change to grow can force us to have a very negative and a very limited view of life. When this happens, we start to convince ourselves in our mind that we are safer without change, and if we don't change ourselves or allow anything in our bubble of a comfort zone to change, then when small changes happen, then life just won't be very too, it won't be too difficult to deal with. When we live this way, and all of us try to do this, but when we live this way, it gives us a false sense of comfort and control because this is what happens. And I want you to try to wrap your head around this. If you're still with me, Sam, so still with you. Convincing ourselves that life will forever stay the same if you don't allow it to change will constantly leave your will weak. And so you end up plunging into unwanted outcomes. And this is what that means. Trying to live your life always trying to avoid change just to feel safe will not prepare you for when difficult change happens, sometimes with the worst case scenario. And so if you're not prepared for that change, when the worst case scenario happens, sometimes it's gonna plunge you into unwanted outcomes because you're not gonna be prepared at all, even the smallest bit to deal with your reactions and your relationships and your turmoil and your frustrations and your confusion. And so it plunges you into outcomes that you didn't want because you were not prepared because you tried to protect this bubble that you lived in and you weren't ready for change and it's going to happen. So when the worst case scenario happens, what do we do? How does God want us to respond? How should a light bearer and a follower of Jesus respond? And what should our perspective and our view on life be? Notice this passage, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. The, the missionary says this, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the reality of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, for you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God and when Christ who is your life I love that he's our life 
is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all of his glory. Now, I want you to notice very clearly what the apostle is saying, what the missionary is saying. The text is saying that it's very important where we place our focus and our perspective and how we view life and how we ultimately embrace change. Sometimes very difficult change because the worst case scenario has happened in your life. And so this text is teaching us to set our sights, to set our focus, to set our will, to set our our motivation, to set our determination, to set our mind and our thinking and our view, not on everything that's constantly happening around us in this world, but on God, on the things above, on God's love, on how God can heal and restore and repair. So basically, this is what the text is saying. Notice this, if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Changing our perspective on any change in our life, regardless of whether it feels like a big change or a small change, but having a broad and a more positive view on getting out of our comfort zone can present us with an abundance of new opportunities. When Peter stepped out of that boat and walked on water, all of a sudden he stepped out of his bubble and it presented him with opportunities he had never seen before. It's just scary and difficult at the time because we don't know what those opportunities and those changes are gonna be. Now, this is something else that I think is very helpful in our life when the worst case scenario happens. And so this is what's next if you're still with me, Sam, so still with you. Change often feels like a problem that we need to solve or an obstacle to overcome in order to go back to normal. However, our true obstacle is the belief that things in life are going to remain the same. Something that'll help you be more prepared for when the worst case scenario happens is basically this, and notice this, it's accepting and understanding and not trying to control the fact that in this life, change will happen. And that change many times can be difficult and draining and exhausting and heavy, but with a different life comes different challenges, different struggles, different storms, and different opportunities. And so just because life is different doesn't mean it's over. Let me say that again. Just because life is different now doesn't mean that it's over. And so sometimes we have to intentionally focus and set our mind on things above. God loves, God heals, God restores. But the last thing is this, and so notice this, if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. What may be the worst case scenario for someone else may not be the worst case scenario for you, so be understanding. We all deal with things in much different ways. Our minds don't work the same. Our bodies and our feelings don't respond the same. Our emotions don't respond the same. We are all different people and we all deal with different things in different ways. So try to be understanding when something that happens to crush someone else doesn't necessarily crush you. Be understanding because in reality, a lot of this has to deal with the change that they're experiencing on the inside. Because another way that we can all make it through our worst case scenarios happening in our lives is if we're all ultimately there for each other with love and grace and understanding. And so the last thing is this, when that long fall starts to happen and you can see it coming and you know, hey man, change is about to strike my life. The last thing we do is this and remember this today, surrender the outcome. You can't change it. You can't control it. You can't form it. You can't do anything like that. You can't avoid it. Surrender the outcome. Leave it in God's hands. Trust God and deal with your storms and change like a light bearer should. 
someone who sees it as a brand new opportunity with new possibilities. Let's pray. Father, today we thank you so much for loving us, for teaching us, for lifting us up. I pray for everyone who's listening. I pray for their hearts, their lives, and their souls. Touch them today. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our live and in-person services are back in-house. Come and join us if you're a local listener. If not, we cannot wait to see you back next week online.